What's the haps, everyone? You're listening to another episode of What in the World podcast, where we discuss all things past, present, and future with the sport of whirly ball. Steve O here, the ambassador, alongside Mark Mills, aka Cramyar Slam. Hello, and of course, everyone's good friend, Mister Noah Aaron. How we doing? Uh, we're doing fantastic. We're coming off a uh, invite at Chicago. Gorgeous. Good times. Good people. Good food. I can't say anything uh, any better. I mean, I could, but I, I just don't have the words right now. I'm going to leave that up to you, Noah, because you are the man of many words uh, when I have none. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all of my words. Um, and no. there you have it. Uh, thanks for <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so just, to, I mean, it, it, was, it, it was honestly it was spectacular. It exceeded all of our expectations. Um, uh, Bill Zarinkus uh, running it, you know, uh, uh, Worley Ball Nation showing up to support. Um, there's some really special moments that, that we can talk about, uh, including Gary Lung getting to play and some other special guests that were able to play that we never expected, um, as well as, uh, you know, uh, Gus Zirkel, the Worley Freak, showing up with all the equipment to make the live streams happen happen dan doherty working tirelessly to 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 make sure the ring reducers and to um, get the vacation he always wanted <laughs> yeah that the ring reducers were in that he had a great vacation <laughs> yes um and that uh, you know he did uh, uh, he did a lot of refing he, he put a lot of work man. right so uh, let's working. you know let's just uh, start from the beginning you know we'll yeah. kind of break it down uh day one uh, we all uh, essentially we got in on well uh, people came in at different times but we essentially the, Saturday was the day yeah and there was an organized event um, that was Saturday right where where Bill got to uh, made a reservation for the forty of us yes. to go out to dinner right um, at a bar and we got to see everybody meet everybody and that was the first organized event the night before play started and that was really cool just to meet up socially hang out rub elbows. Um, I sat next to some Michigan folks, and it was great. Uh, right. b- before we even did that, though, we got to go to the downtown Chicago Center with a group oh. of 10 of us. Oh, that's true. To uh, check out that Chicago Center had three courts. Uh, yeah. Right. And the so, downtown Chicago th- yeah. Center. And so we got to scope that out. And, uh, man, that's another great-looking center. There, there's a bully alley in there. Laser tag. Laser tag. Multiple uh, full bars. Yeah, and the food was phenomenal. It really was good. Jay will never know, but at least the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. so... And then we also got the opportunity. Uh, they were booked pretty, pretty far for the day, but uh, they had a half hour space yeah. available, so we were able to get a half hour of court time. And, and with us included, so it was the three of us. So there's three of us. We had Barrett. Yeah. We had Joe. Dan Doherty. Dan Doherty. His wife Sarah. Joe Tiffany. Joe Tiffany. Uh, Dalton. Jay Fanny. And Dalton. his dad. And Dalton his dad. Gary. And I think that's everyone, right? No, it was. Was was there someone else from? Was Bill, Bill wasn't with us? No, no, I don't think Bill was. Um, I thought that uh, we should have really counted this on we our fingers, counted, yeah. right? But uh, we'll pretend that's ten. The, yeah. the point is, a bunch of Nationals players plus Joe and Barrett uh, to <laughs> yeah. cap it all off. But uh, so the cool thing was, is there there was a party going on. There, yeah, couple there was parties. a couple parties a going couple on. Parties. Um, so we were kind of watching them play, you know, and they, they, party they, mode. They got the they party mode on. Smiles. Yeah. Um, so. We go on to the court after a game that was a score of six to seven. Yeah, and, six to seven. and they had a great time, and they were feeling good about it. Yeah, 
so we go on the court, and mind you, the court sizes were probably three quarters of the size, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't that bad. I don't think. I think it was only a weld or maybe two welds, probably the, two welds short than we're used to. Yeah, um, and then also they didn't have the reducers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the the, the backboards looked smaller, but it, the backboards were probably the same size. The holes were just bigger. But I got to tell you, those cars ran fantastic. Yeah, they I did, actually yeah. liked them. They, they were, were really, really good. Fun, yeah. Really good cars. Uh, get up and go. They were very much like uh, Seattle and, and, and Cleveland, a mix. You know, they were yeah. obviously brains. Yeah. Uh, so there wasn't any frustration in that regard. And yeah, we just got out there and, and we put on a, a bit of a clinic, a bit of a show for uh, the parties watching. It, the, some of the coolest things to watch were the referee started getting super hyped. <laughs> Uh, watching like shots go in from everywhere because the cars were also a little bit taller. So with the court being smaller, uh, shorter, and the cars being taller, it felt like you were open from everywhere. Yeah, and with without reducers, without well. reducers, <laughs> with the big with the big targets, you you were open from everywhere. So uh, we got to halftime, and the ref goes, "Yeah, so you guys are better than our league players." <laughs> yeah, and uh, and the party. One of the guys from the party jumps out and just sort of like, this is the greatest game of whirly ball I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so we had spectators videotaping, like taking pictures. Yeah, just their phones just, were plastered. Yeah, too. it was crazy. So Which, we got we to gotta see if we can find that footage. Oh, it's got to be posted. Oh, it's yeah, somewhere. it's got to be posted somewhere. Uh, but the score that was ended, the it was 85, 85 to 81. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or I think it was like 87 to 85. Yeah, right, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a funny thing was at halftime also, Dalton looked at the scoreboard and he goes, can this go to 100? <laughs> and Joe goes, yeah, we can get to 100. Yeah, let's let's do it. And it looked like we were trying to get there. We yeah, almost yeah. got there. But uh, yeah, so we walk off the court and off of a 87-85 game. And uh, that, yeah. that was a fun start to the, the weekend. Of course, the you have Joe was, and Barrett yeah, just opposite oh, ends yeah. of the God court, just shot. launching shots up, hitting threes like it's nobody's business. Awesome. And I mean... That in of itself was just worth playing, just to watch them just yeah. launching and, and then just to see the scoreboard go that go that high. But no, it, it was it was and, really a good time. And, and then it was also fun when the referee came off the court and he's you know still super hyped. He's like, "That was incredible! Where'd you guys come from?" And then we just are like shoving tip money, tip money in every pocket he's got. We're just all. Yeah, it was a it was a good time had yeah. by all. It's every, every time he said a nice thing, just more money, more money. Back. Say another nice thing about us. <laughs> And uh, overall, the, the Chicago Center, uh, good Gordon. time, oh, great yeah. beer, good food. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Was, Sorry, Jay. <laughs> like, like Mark said. Yeah, it was phenomenal. So <laughs> then after that, we uh, got to do the meetup and stuff. Yeah, then we met up with, right. with the guys. And then the, then the tournament began seeding games, started on, on Sunday uh, morning. Sunday, that's right. It was a Sunday, Monday. Seeding games on Sunday, tournament on Monday. Um you know, uh, all of us got paired up with, uh, you know, some A players and some, uh, that, that was kind of neat. A lot of A players came out, so the, the more than we normally get for mixed division invitationals. Uh, clearly, going back to Chicago, the return of Worley Ball, competitive Worley Ball uh, to Chicago uh, influenced that. Uh, great turnout, and it was cool. I, I you know, uh, dreams came true. I got to play with, uh, with Jeremy Bennett, um, something I never thought I'd be able to do. And uh, man, I, I I really enjoyed that. Mark, did any dreams come true for you in terms of your team? I mean, I had already played with Brad Regan before, so um, I mean, dreams can come true twice, right? Absolutely, and you know, you guys can uh, actually you no, know, not to, not to toot my own horn, but you can thank me for those dreams because I had a hand in uh, creating those teams. 
along with uh, Bill Zarenskis and Doc from Texas and BJ from Michigan. We were all had a little bit of a hand and say on the team format. Mm. So a cool thing uh, I got to do. You're though, welcome. Yeah, was I got to play with Gus? Oh, that is cool. So yeah. in in a, in a way of scheme of things, I've gotten to play with all of media. Of yeah. Really well. yeah. Yeah. No big deal. That's pretty good. Yeah. I've never played with Gus. I've only played against him. That'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe yeah, one day. One day. So, yeah. But no, the, I, I, the teams I thought were really well thought out and put together. Like I said, we, we didn't. <laughs> oh, you thought they were really well thought out? Well I, put together? I did, yeah. Says the guy who put them together? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's no, you know... Uh, player pool for you know uh, the national uh, <laughs> uh yeah for the draft or anything but uh you know kind soon well to a podcast near you yeah it was it was more well thought out than that i guess <laughs> depending on who you ask um shots fired anyhow uh we did a fantastic job as a team and <laughs> I think overall, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought the tournament itself would. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth. It was. It was. Nobody really got on, blown out. On you know? Saturday, it was, it was anybody's game. Any every game and on was, Sunday. On Sunday, sorry, on on Sunday, the first day, the seeding day, um, uh, the parody was extraordinary. As as the teams were playing their first games together, you know, uh, uh, you know, teams that on paper should have no business beating other teams, or uh, anybody could win any game, and the games were all quite close. Um, And then what was neat is you could see each team sort of had their improvement trajectory, right? Their learning curve were were all at different slopes. And the teams that were able to improve really rapidly um, did. And towards the end of seeding, uh, um, you know, there were some double digit uh, uh, games. And then but but it seemed like every team had the opportunities to grow and improve along the way. The thing about invitationals is that. A lot of the time, you're not necessarily playing the system. You're playing the player. It's like, yeah. who are you stopping? You know, are you stopping Barrett Davis? Are you stopping Jeremy Bennett? Are you stopping um, Noah Aaron? No, you're not stopping Noah Aaron. But there's you know, no you stopping can, Noah Aaron. You can dream. <laughs> now, if you had to pick the one player that uh, stood out as the one who needed to be stopped uh, of this tournament, who who jumps to your mind? Obviously, Timmy Austin. Obviously, Timmy. But before we, I will say this: I, I we've had several discussions, and Timmy, obviously, I think in a lot of people's eyes, gets MVP. But I want to just shout out really quick to Sean Dead. Oh yeah, he. I've been watching some of the film, and he hasn't actually improved. And he was actually when Timmy was covered or unavailable. He he was the guy who picked up the slack a bit offensively. He had a number of really good shots for that team. He helped free Tim up if they, you know, he was sandwiched or trapped. I mean, he did a lot of things. He had a lot of great um, assists on the offense. I mean, just I I I, I was thoroughly impressed with Sean. You, you know, yeah, and and the other thing that's fun is Dead plays that way. You know, he's played that way consistently for a couple of years. Uh, Dead's a sh- smart, sharp player, um, and and uh, I think it's on video now. You know, as Timmy is having his breakout, uh, it's clear that Dead is a great teammate. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Dead, Dead Dead's a great player. Obviously, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, he 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 recognized where the points were going to come from for the most part, and he did his absolute best to try and and, and make that happen. But you know, if it wasn't going to happen, you know. 
he, made he, it work. he stepped up. He made it work. Yeah. And, I mean, and you know, besides him, that whole team just did a phenomenal job. Which it was Tommy Benavides's team. He was the captain of that. The, yeah. the A player put it together. Um, great, great work. You know, there were some other standout players. Uh, of the tournament, who kind of had their breakout moment? You know, uh, um, is it, is it John uh, uh, Aloff? John Aloff from Chicago. Uh, yeah, he he was on. So my he team. was a D player last year, right? He was on Mark's team, and he was on Mark's team. And um, uh, you know, Mark for, from from watching it from the outside, it looked like all right. Here's a um, lower division player who just looks hungry, and he's trying, and he's putting maximum effort in, and he's learning and improving, and and he he seemed to be uh, even over the course of the weekend um, uh, 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 improved, and I think it was just that effort. That he put into everything that he was doing, um, and you could see the hunger in him to improve and the humility. He came up to a number of players and asked for feedback. Um, I don't know. He he stood out to me as a, as a breakout player that, that that weekend. Yeah, he was fun to play with. Uh, since none of us had played with him and really knew of him that much, uh, we weren't knowing what to expect right off the bat. Yeah. And then uh, the game started, and we're like, "Oh, we got something here. We got something." And uh, just he would take any direction, uh, any lead. Uh, any feedback? He, yeah, just phenomenal to play with, and yeah. just it was it was awesome to see. Yeah, from the first game, kind of looking a little lost, and then mm-hmm. like finding his groove, and we'd just be like, okay, see that person? You're gonna hold them back and make sure they don't come up, and that's what he do. He like if he saw them, like we'd score a point on an offense or miss a point or whatever, he would just see like, oh, that person's going for the rebound or whatever, and just make sure to be on them so they couldn't go up and mm-hmm. try to be that. Uh, that that player to make the points for the other team. So it, it's really fun to see the system uh, or, or the 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 pace of play, however you want to call it. Each team develops or, or certain roles that they mm-hmm. give individual players, uh, and, and just to see that come to fruition uh, over a span of what uh, two days? I yeah. mean, yeah. a day and a half or whatever. And yeah. see, and and but sometimes, eight, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work all all, all that well, and then other times you, you're just watching like, man, this is a this was masterful what these guys did and, and the, the conversations yeah. that they had, you know, a really good chemistry uh, that was built up. So that was, that was Sunday. Yeah. We, I also, wanna, I also oh, go ahead. To, to, yep. to, there's another player who's worthy of a mention is, is um, uh, Cliff. Cliff Thompson. Uh, yes. Cliff Thompson. Yeah. Chicago uh, getting uh, all Chicago. the love. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I think he was on Barrett's team. Yes. There? Yeah. He yeah. he held uh he down, held down the defense on that team. Yeah, he he had a, quite a number of uh, blocks. Um, he was rarely out of position. A good car driver. Yeah. Um, I know Barrett was really pleased. Uh, he was one of those other players that Mark had mentioned that uh, Barrett in particular wasn't sure what to expect. He actually had reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, uh, what do you know about this Cliff guy?" And I was like, "He's a solid player. He he yeah. He's going to hold down." either uh, the back end or he's going to be, a, you know, a solid mm. floater, wherever you need him to be, he's uh, going to be an asset to your team. And he, he, he did the job. He did really, really well. Yeah. Um, uh, anyone else? That yeah, I went, oh, you got it, Well, I was just going to bring attention to on, on Joe's team, right? So uh, there was space available. We were, we were excited at the last minute. Maybe Angelo uh, from Orlando was going to be able to come up and participate. And at the last minute, he had to drop out. And so we had uh, we had a spot to fill, and it rotated around a little bit. But I think there were two guys 
who kind of filled it. One one in particular who filled it was was Gary Lung, Dalton's father. Um, and it was cool to see him out there. And it was really neat to talk to him uh, off the court afterwards, where he would say things like, "You know, I thought I knew what this was all about. I thought I had it all figured out, and that it was you know straightforward and a simple game." And it's a totally different world when you're out there. And that was kind of neat to see him get a kind of a new appreciation as a player um, because of, you know, all of the time he spent, you know, supporting Dalton and, and, and um, you know, he's at every tournament and, you know, the guy's just an amazing uh, individual. And, and so it was cool to include him as a player and not just as a, as a chaperone. Absolutely. And he played very well for not yeah. having played competitive whirly ball. I mean, yeah, yeah, he... He, he, from what I saw, he did take direction. Uh, he, in you know, Joe, uh, was, uh, from what I heard, he's very pleased with the way that he performed. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's always tough, you know, you're going to show up at that kind of level of competition and Gary legitimately has never played competitive whirly ball ever before. Well, and yeah, um, particularly if you're not expecting to play yeah. in a tournament, you know, to be able to just grab a scoop and then go out there and just yeah, effectively just grabbing someone off the street. Um uh and you know, that team made it to the semifinals. So, you know, a lot of credit to Joe for being able to work that and his team. Um but also, you know, uh, Gary was a part of that journey. I was going to say uh, another fun person to watch mainly because of who they're playing against, but uh Tracy yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, Tracy, for y'all, the Chicago, the sh- yeah. Chicago love train continues. Uh, Bill's wife. Bill's wife, Tracy. Yeah. Uh, just seeing her go out there and like, like another person never really seen play and just seeing her like grooving the game and uh, having a great shot as well. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and also just, the battles with Bill. Yeah. Hilarious. That was my favorite thing. Yeah. That was battles between her and Bill. Right. It's just. And the commentary on that was wonderful. <laughs> Just welcome. so wonderful. Yeah, yes. usually, Thank you usually guys. would uh, wind up in you know middle fingers and driving away. It was a beautiful thing to behold. I think Bill's still sleeping on the couch. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I uh, blocked her, and Bill goes, "That's my wife." And I wrote, "I did that for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, that team, uh, the 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 best team name in Whirly Ball uh, in of the tournament. Um, so it was, who was on that team? Doc, Doc Walter, Walter, Jay, F- was Jay? No, no, no. Yeah. 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 Jay. 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 Yeah. Oh, Wings. yeah, you're right. You're right. And yeah. Wings and Tracy. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Doc, uh, and Walter, Jay, Wings and Tracy. So they went by Biggie Smalls, which is a great name. And then we realized later that, you know, Tracy's on that team. And those other guys are, you know, uh, 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 all have another trait in common, and that the bald and the beautiful would have been a great team name. So t- the two, the two best opportunities for the team name that definitely, definitely went to those guys. My bowling team name is actually called the Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, oh, yeah. So just, are you the beautiful? No. Are oh. you bold? I. Are no, you the, I mean, just, after you're done, you have bold. Yeah, exactly. Are, we are we, you the we have all bold. The beautiful is probably my experience. brother's girlfriend would probably be Easy. the beautiful on that team. That's why he said probably. <laughs> he didn't want to I mean, we do have a friend who has like these uh, luscious locks, golden locks of oh. hair, you know, and so he could be. He's like a Thor type. Ter- yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So okay. he could no. be the beautiful. Oh, all right. One, all know? right. We've never put it to a vote, but. <laughs> Uh, I might put a poll out there. Yeah. Uh, Which one of us is the beautiful? Exactly. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> Good times. 
So back to Whirly Ball. At day uh, two. <laughs> yeah, day well, so two. Something else happened on day one, which was pretty cool, which was, um, you know, we made some time for, uh, uh, so the, 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 the tournament was set up. Those teams were mixed divisions. And so the, the, there was a cool thing that, that I don't know whose idea this was, but let's have just uh, one division get together and do some pickup games. So let's have D players only or C players only. Um, get right. out there. And so they did a D division, they did a CB, a B, and then they did A. Did they do a B? They did? There yeah, they did. I, I watched the film today and oh, I was yeah, actually yeah, on the yeah. B, the B uh, games. Right. So, no, it was really good. It was, it, you know, and, and they weren't like, just, you know, essentially pickup games, it, you know. Th- they were pickup yeah. games, but what was really cool about it, again, is, you know, you got to play with, uh, uh, people that you don't normally play with, and because of the really good turnout from the the top division guys, um, you got some really neat pickup teams at the top divisions, which uh, I don't think that happens a lot. And so no, not really. A lot of people that uh, got to play together, um, w- which was really cool. I mean, uh, particularly yeah. for me, I enjoyed it because uh, Sam Kim and Mike Driscoll, I was on their team. And yeah, let's, from just, what, let's just pause there for a second. They got really desperate because they didn't have enough A players uh, to make four full teams. So they invited Steve and I to play uh, with the A players. And so we got to play with the A players. We did. I was busy that day. So no, no worries. Yeah, you were busy <laughs> commentating, yeah. talking trash to Tracy, <laughs> all the that usual. good stuff. Yeah, The huge. Yeah, so you're the team, the, the pickup t- uh, team. That right, so, I mean, I won't go over the full team. I was just going to say that it was uh, really cool to be able to play with those two in particular because uh, for... Legends. For, yeah, they're legends in the game. And for from what my understanding, what I, you know, uh, through the grapevine from what I hear, uh, they'll no longer be participating in the national tournament. Um, so just to be able to, you know, uh, uh, throw down with those guys uh, one last time is really cool. And, uh, yeah, and, and we, we played well together. So good times. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, playing against Sam Kim and Mike Driscoll is uh, a memory that I'll keep, you know, forever. I, I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do it, especially after they both retired. Um, but uh, And they were not available to play in the tournament, but they were available on, on Sunday to play in the, in the pickup games. So that was cool. Which brings us to the tournament. Dun, dun, dun. Monday, oh. Monday, Monday. The whirly ultimate. ball, whirly ball, whirly ball. $10 for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Dinosaur Jr. will be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's about as far as we can. <laughs> so Monday morning, we all arrive, and the tournament begins. Uh, I actually, I played the first game, and... Uh, went very well. Uh, overtime against Barrett's team. Um, we pulled it off. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah and, and the tournament went, uh, I, I think it went really well. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. Right. The three of us got eliminated. Um, uh, Joe Tiffany versus Brad Elke for the semifinal team to see who was going to play. Uh, Tommy Benavides and Timmy Austin. Uh, Brad Elke got through uh, in a great overtime game. Uh, just incredible. Uh, Tommy and Timmy, or Tommy and the kids, as the, we were calling them on the on the uh, uh, live stream. Wait, that wasn't their team name? It turns out that wasn't their team name. We it, found it, out later. It should have been. Should have been. Yeah. But that's all I heard them refer to all weekend. Um, 
So I'm going to still call him Tommy and the Kids. Uh, yeah, it was Tommy and the Kids. Uh, Should have been that or Tommy Boys. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Tommy's Boys. But, um... <laughs> Uh, so okay. uh, into the finals, um, Brad Elke uh, uh, and his team, which included David Bernard and um, uh, 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 that Matthew Ice character, as well as uh, who else was on that team? Was a, uh, it was a, a Scotty? Scotty from Chicago. It was a, a Mike Langenfeld. Yes, right. yes, it was. Yeah. And then on uh, Tommy and the Kids, it was Tommy Benavides, Tim Austin, Sean Dead, uh, Chiquan. No, it was Brett, uh, Brett, Brett Kunze was on Kunze, Elke's yep. team, right? Oh, right, yes. Yeah, it wasn't Mike Langenfeld, it was, it was Brett Kunze. Was Mike I Langenfeld? I think Mike Langenfeld was on Tommy and the Kids. Tommy's. Right? Yeah. It'd be nice if we had a roster. It'd be nice if we had a roster. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Brett Elke's team was able to win the first game. But because they came through the loser's bracket, that set up a winner-take-all final. So it maximized the amount of whirly ball that was out there. They played one last game, winner-take-all. And Tommy and Timmy took all. Um, Which, by the way, they, they came from... They were behind. Yeah, they were down. The half. And they turned it up. And they won by nine, if I recall correctly. Um, just a, or, or maybe it was nine points when it went to garbage time. Because there was such a huge swing. And... This uh, this Tim Austin fella, that kid can ball. He is no joke. Oh, um, so uh, Tom Benavides, Tim yeah. Austin, Zach Montgomery. Oh, Zach, Zach Montgomery. Montgomery. I'm sorry. The Sean disrespect. Roberts and Shequan. And Shequan, yeah. Right. Zach and, Montgomery. Zach Montgomery yeah. was a presence on that team yeah. as well. I was, was like, there is someone that was. Hard, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Elke Our bad. had uh, Bernard, uh, Ice, Scott McCarthy and Brett Coon. Which, by the way, just really quick, Matthew Ice, uh, Mr. Boyke, he actually played very well. I thought him and David Bernard and Brad, they gelled really well together, and he had some clutch shots, and particularly yeah. a, a number of threes, so good on him. Yeah, it turns out those three guys, Brett Elke, David Bernard, and, and Matthew Ice, that's a lot of offense uh, to throw on a team. They were able to do some stuff. That was, uh, I mean, it got him to the finals. It was, it was magical. And, and again, those three really smart whirly ball players, really excellent. When it came to Tommy, Tommy Benavides and Timmy Austin, I mean, Zach and Dead were, were I mean, it, it was a good, it was just a solid team. And, right. and Timmy just lit everything up. So consistent, clutch shots, patient. Uh, Screen, uh, you know, threes, crossbody. You know, it, it's corner. The, what what makes a good shot, right? The the, the secret sauce to, to shooting, right? It, it's mechanics, shot selection, and confidence. And my goodness, that 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 Timmy has all of those things. And just playing, having fun. Yeah. Now you know why I'm a part of his fan club. Yeah, I I think I, I'd like to to claim that I'm one of the founding members. On the uh, the conductor of the of the of the Timmy train. I mean, it's kind of a guilty pleasure, isn't it? It's like I don't want to admit that I'm becoming a fan of his, but oh, it's so hard it's not just, to. It's hard not I mean, to. He, he just you know, I've been doing it for years. Game recognized game. Is that 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 that's probably something? Yeah, I think we're still the kids, right? That, yeah, right? them kids. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy's kids. Tommy's kids. So, congrats to Tommy and the boys. Uh, for <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the actual name yeah whatever yeah. The, t- the the name was I mean you call them what you want and just an excellent tournament all, yeah all I mean the so just a shout out to you know once again Bill uh, Dan the reducers were, were 
all the awesome, referees. all the referees, the mechanics. Thanks, Joe. Uh, the cars ran really well. Yeah, the, the GM Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe. Really nice guy. GM Joe. Uh, I know he really enjoyed watching the games and uh, the bartenders. You know, there was someone else who, uh, uh, and also Gus Zirkel, the whirly freak for, for all the live streams and the, and the videos. Yeah, for uh, making the best out of the situation that he had there. And everybody yeah. who commentated. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Uh, there, there was uh, someone else who was able to participate um, uh, and interleave with Gary uh, and was actually able to play, and it was Mr. Adam Elias. Who's that? Adam Elias, the CEO of Whirly Ball, uh, Chicago, um, the, uh, the uh, say proprietor, I guess, the CEO of, of Whirly Ball in the Chicagoland area, the three centers there in Milwaukee, where I believe Jeremy plays, um, and in... Uh, Wisconsin. What did I say? Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Is the center not in Wisconsin? In Milwaukee? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ah, um, uh, someone doesn't know their geography, no, obviously. Yeah. No, a uh, trick question. <laughs> oh, I got you good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just used to hearing people say Wisconsin, Wisconsin. so uh, shame on me. And uh, the, the Colorado Rapids Center uh, as well. Um, well. I don't remember what state that's in, Steve. No comment. <laughs> um, yeah, just outside of Denver there in Colorado Springs. Not Colorado Rapids. That's a different thing. Colorado Springs. Um, turns out it's me that doesn't remember GI. Hey, but Springs, Rapids, it's all water related. It's all water yeah, related. you're good. It's, it's, and, and yeah. Mi- and Minnesota? Uh, I don't think it's actually, I think Minnesota might actually be someone else. Okay. Well, um, not Minnesota. But the cool thing is that one of the goals of this tournament was to um, build that relationship with. Um, you know, with, with Adam uh, uh, as as the CEO, and uh, we were actually able to 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 fortunately um, sit down with him and and have a conversation. Oh, actually, like I got the opportunity to play against him in a pickup games. Oh yeah, yeah. How was that? It's pretty fun. Uh, he's really competitive out there. Yeah. Uh, some some get like some of that like. Uh, the juice. Yeah, you know? he's got a background in um, you know competitive lacrosse. I'm not quite sure what level. I I I I I mean, he looks like he could have been a collegiate lacrosse player. He's a he's a pretty athletic guy. I don't know. I'm I'm stoked to ask him about it. Yeah. So uh, let's let's bring him in here Martin. and uh, wait, and wait, do can, this interview. Can you guys just give me a second. I I got it. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Right? What, Mark? Yeah, I'll, I'll, where I'll, are you I'll going? Right I'll be right back. Just he's right here. Mark, he's right here. Just what are you doing? Just give me a second. I'll be right back. All right, and we'd like to give a big welcome to Adam Elias, the CEO of Whirly Ball. I have to admit, Steve, this is one of the first interviews I'm a little bit nervous about. You know, we've been talking about um, uh, uh, having this discussion for a while, and we're just really excited to be here. Thank you for joining us. Thank yes, you absolutely. For me. Thanks, Adam. Um, so we just completed a really successful uh, Chicago Invitational at the Vernon Hill Center. Uh, you were able to participate, meet some of the players, uh, see the game. I uh, was wondering, what were your impressions of the, of the tournament and uh, of the national player community? Well, it was really fun to see everybody out and having a great time at, in Whirly Ball Chicago for a change. Well, it was actually in Vernon Hills, but it was really nice to see everyone throughout the country coming together to play. And seeing people on the Whirly Ball court again. It's been way overdue to get everyone together, and that was a really nice moment. The level of play was also really exciting to see because I see a lot of Whirly Ball, and when you see it at that level, it's a whole different game, and it's 
really cool to see firsthand. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool to actually get you on the court with a number of the teams out there. Uh, how did you like doing that? Felt special. It was. It was. I, I really enjoyed being able to throw deep passes and know they were going to get caught, or working around the the arc and know that you had team members waiting for you. It reminded me of my lacrosse days a lot, and it really really livened the game more than than the average game that you play. Yeah, yeah. That uh, um, you know that, that that extra bit of competition and competitiveness. Um, you know, a lot of us played sports uh, uh, previously, and now this is something that we can continue to do and, and, and get that competition fix. Um, so uh, after this tournament, you know, would you consider hosting or supporting the Chicagoland areas, uh, hosting a, a nationals tournament a little bit longer uh, uh, and, and about three times as many people or so? Well, I heard there's a long list to get on uh, before we could do that. And the other thing to note is... I would have to learn a little bit more about the format mm-hmm. and figure out how to weave that in with everything else that we do. Yeah. But certainly something we would consider. Oh, that's that, that that's, that's fantastic. And there are uh, plenty of folks, you know, we, we um, uh, uh, have had some history trying to make sure that, you know, we pick the right times of year and the right weekends and the right, you know, days of the week and times to make sure that we can... Um, uh, interleave seamlessly with the, the rest of the normal business operations, I think. Um, so that's something that we uh, uh, would look forward to doing. Sure, of course. Um, all right, so a little bit of background. How did you get into Whirly Ball? Um, what was your exposure to it? Whirly Ball uh, for us started in January of 1993. Wow. And my family... Uh, moved from florida to start our first location at that point and part of the reason we came here was the weather we knew that many months out of the year people wanted to be indoors and needed something to do and whirly ball seemed like the perfect thing to bring and right out of the gate it became a very popular uh, activity and place to go that we opened a location in the city of chicago only three years after opening the first so in 96 we started it our next location in the city of Chicago, and then opened in Vernon Hills, Illinois, where you guys played the Invitational in uh, 2004. And now we're, we've added a few more locations, and, and we're looking to continue to grow the concept. Yeah, we, we've seen the growth into you know, Wisconsin, into Colorado Springs, um, and really excited to uh, see it grow nationally. You know, there, there's such a natural alignment between as the sport grows, the, we, we, we assume that the business grows, and it seems like a really virtuous um, connection. Uh, we talk a lot about for these new centers that open, you know, uh, um, uh, we, we, the, the first thing we think about is, oh, when can they get a team competitive and when can they come to nationals and when can we start working with them? There's some guys from Minnesota who just joined us and um, uh, we talk about uh, a lot about how can we help these new centers uh, you know, can we uh, uh, travel there and have an exhibition? Can we work with local players? Um, do you see areas of collaboration like that where we can help uh, grow the sport in, 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 in uh, burgeoning locations? Well, first off, you guys are, you know, whirly ball experts, if you will. You play a lot. You know the game really well. You know how to drive. You know how all, all the shooting uh, skills that come, come with the sport. And one of the things that would be instrumental is getting on the court with new people and doing, you know, not necessarily lessons, but playing with them, showing them how the game works, talking up the game and inviting more people on the court. Because I will say, when people get on the court for the first time, they absolutely love it. 
and most people have a smile on their face while they're playing and they don't even realize it and that alone just getting them on the court is the first step but then them understanding the game and oh i can go in reverse oh this is the best way to shoot this is how you're going to get the most points that just gamifies it even more and by you guys helping get involved at that level and really kind of giving back to the community we we can we can really grow that audience and and increase the national space right on Right on. And speaking of all of those skills, Adam, uh, can you tell us what your bar pitch is when you talk about whirly ball? Well, first off, whirly ball is the most fun you can have going four miles an hour <laughs> in a bumper car. Um, it is a combination of basketball, lacrosse, and hockey. And the best part is everybody can play. It is the leveling of a playing field, whether you're an athlete, not competitive or not. You can get on the court and have a lot of fun. The only requirement is you have to be 54 inches or taller to play. And think of if you and 90 other friends got on a basketball court, but instead of running around the court, you're driving around in bumper cars. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so speaking of uh, uh, you know, getting out there and, and as you know, our sort of rabid, uh, loyal, uh, competitive community, um, getting out there and teaching folks, do you see – a, um, uh, how the sport grows in the future, or do you have a vision for where uh, Whirly Ball um, uh, uh, could be in 10, 15 years across the nation? We pride ourselves in being an entertainment venue. Uh, Whirly Ball is very much our namesake and what is on the side of every one of our buildings when people come walking in the door, but we offer so much more. 12 lanes of lane-side service. We also have a multi-unit laser tag arena at all of our locations, and then a chef-driven menu paired with a large craft beer and cocktail program. So all of that is really encapsulating to what we do. And we host events. We host corporate outings, uh, birthday parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, really anything that brings the community together. And those are really important to us. Now, talking about the game, we, we really have started to get into leagues. We do a lot of social leagues um, mm. at both our uh, Naperville location and our city of Chicago location. The only difference with our Chicago location leagues is they're much more recreational, social. Think of Mm -hmm. your local kickball or um, volleyball group that, yeah, they get competitive, but it's it's just at a a, a different level. And I think there's an opportunity to see uh, that growth, but it's really going to be a participation of everybody getting involved and helping teach and show um, how that level can get where that level can go and and how to get it to that higher and more competitive spirit that that you guys play at on a regular basis yeah i know in seattle we've uh, in order to 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 no disrespect to World of Nation, some of us in the rabid, super competitive um, uh, uh, highly aggressive manner that we play it's it, it can scare away some folks and so I think in Seattle we found a lot of success separating, uh, you know, we call them the, the, either the beginner division or lower division. I think social division is probably a better way to say it because a lot of people do just want to, you know, once a week come drink beer, hang out with friends, play a great bumper car game. Um, 
and then uh, when we separate the, the competitive league, I think they get they get to see it across the way. They get introduced to it. It's like putting a um, you know a, when you get a new fish and you keep it in its own bag of water, so it slowly comes to temperature with the rest of the tank. And then if they want to, they can explore that. Um, and I and, I and I think that's been a little bit more inclusive of a way as opposed to throwing someone into the deep end. Um, uh, uh, and you know again the virtuous. Uh, uh, cycle about it, I think, as there's more social leagues, then there's a, a larger player pool. Some percentage of that player pool will want to go into the competitive. As the competitive groups, you know, grow larger, then some of those will want to go to the nationals. And and uh, um, it seems like there's a natural alignment of incentives there. Yeah, I think you said that really well. Getting players in a comfortable space that they can learn the game not feel intimidated by really competitive players and that's important so when when those that are advocates for the sport are out playing with new people it's make sure that we're not you know really showing our our highly competitive space and 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 really kind of kindly with you know kind care showing them how to how to do this right and getting them off the court with a smile and a really good experience will bring them back and get them more engaged because we have players that play in our social leagues on a regular basis and they have a great time they come back every year they bring their friends and that's really what it's all about at the end of the day is getting your friends together having a lot of fun and 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 enjoying volleyball for what it is yeah you know there was um uh, uh, when we get new people in or i brought friends in or you know we'll all get exposure to the brand new people who's it's their very first time ever playing volleyball. And there's a natural instinct to like, oh, you shoot like this and you make look for a screenshot. And uh, it, it's, it's become common for me to say, oh, this is your first time playing or your first, you know, league season. All right. Here's the number one most important thing. Have some fun. Just exactly. just have fun. You're in a bumper car smile. Yes. And getting away from like you talked about screens and other skills and just saying, you know what, let's just go out, drive around, play the game have a lot of fun here are a couple things i'm going to tell you just to ha- make sure you have even more fun here's how you drive right. how to here's pick how up the shoot. ball exactly and from there i'll teach you more stuff but let's just go have some fun for a few games and you know, maybe in a couple weeks we'll we'll talk about some more stuff if you're interested and slowly as you said gradually introducing them to more and more items within the game just like you would with any other sport you don't go from golfing uh, you know, to you know, uh, at a low level to to a point where you're you know hitting par or above. You, you slowly grow to that game. Some people it takes a lifetime. Yeah, that's great. I was just curious, Adam. How old were you when you got in your first whirly bug? I was three years old. Three years wow. old. Wow! And I have a photo to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. I was. It wasn't until I was in my. Uh, early 20s when I got my first one, but I haven't looked back. Um, do you have a, uh, a favorite memory of an on-court, um, you know, a game that you were in or a moment that, that um, uh, you remember very fondly throughout your whirly ball experience? I wouldn't necessarily say a specific moment. I'm fortunate that there's been a lot of really fun moments. One that immediately comes to mind is we did a fundraiser uh, with Joe Minoso, who was a, on the show Chicago Fire. And we did a fundraiser for the 100 Club of Chicago, which is for fallen first responders. It was a great way to give back to the community. 
And it was really fun to see they had Chicago PD was invited the other TV show, and they had a game between Chicago Fire and Chicago PD to kick off the fundraiser. And what was special was each team, you could join a team if you uh, sponsored and donated towards this charity, and each team that you was joined would have a, a celebrity playing. So four players would get to play with an actor or um, a sports player that was invited to the space. So it was really cool to see, you know, former Cubs players or Blackhawk players, uh, as well as some Bear players, and then all of these um, uh, TV celebrities all in the space together and playing whirly ball. Which, and, and in the same time, we were giving back to charity, which is even more special. That sounds like an amazing event. We had over 300 people here, and I saw tons of smiles, and everybody was having a really good time. And that—that that is what warms my heart about this: is bringing people together, bringing the community together. And what better way to do it than through a game like Whirly Ball and, and driving around in some bumper cars? Yeah. So you know that that kind of leads to. Um, uh, uh, if you could have uh, perhaps an event like that again or, or something where you could get out on the court and play with, whether it's for a fundraiser um, uh, uh, or, or something to, to bring attention and awareness to the game, do you have a dream team of the, the, the four or five people that you would like to play with um, uh, that, that, you know, let's say there was one national televised game that, every, that, that was going to get huge um, uh, publicity, who, who would you like to see out there with you? That could be a long list. Ten <laughs> people on the court. Well, uh, just like you and four other people on your team, <laughs> like who who you'd want to go to battle with? Well, I'd want Michael Jordan for sure. Okay, yes. Let's talk about the most competitive guy in the world. Yes. Yeah, it's funny we fantastic. we talk about him all the time in this sport. You know, uh, the what is it? No, what is it? He always says the. Uh, I took that personally. Took that personally, exactly. <laughs> so Michael Jordan. I'd probably bring my brother onto the team both my brothers i have two younger brothers ryan okay. and jacob I'll okay probably bring right them on. on and then i don't know who the other players are off the top of my head probably bring jonathan taves on there another another blackhawk another okay. competitive guy yeah. um who would be number five that's a good question i'd probably say noah Noah, yes! oh, yeah. you you made a team. Yes! I know, I know, I know. I'd be in good hands. <laughs> We'd help drive it. That could be a really fun group. It's going to be an awkward conversation when I make Michael Jordan the goalie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to tell him that. No. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this this morning we've got um, uh, uh, we've got a Fox News event that is uh, generating some awareness um, uh, uh, for for Whirly Ball Chicago and and getting the word out. Um, are there other events that you might recommend uh, that that other centers can can look into trying to do to grow the 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 the, the, the grow the brand the, the name of Whirly Ball? Just getting the word out. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is a lot of fun and getting people on the court, uh, general advertising and marketing and just brand awareness of, of how much fun it is. Just once people get out there and try it, and that's number one is, hey, you got 15 minutes. Let me get you on the court. It's on me. Let me just get you out there to try it. And the game does the rest. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's certainly how it worked for me. Was um, you know, first of all, wait, this is a thing. Um, I thought I only dreamt about something like this, and then you know, after the the. You know, coming off the court, we had a, a league coordinator who was always around the center, and and he kind of saw that you know we were uh, uh, probably going to to enjoy a competitive activity, and then he kind of wandered over as we're walking off the court with a big smile on the face after having our first game. He's like, you know, you guys could do this every week, and uh, we were hooked uh, uh, immediately. Um, yeah, so uh, um. I have to admit, I am still a little nervous and a little starstruck. Um, so, uh, we talked about the future of Whirly Ball. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the way you the way you got into it. Um, uh, we, we we touched a little bit on national expansion plans. Um, is there any more that you would um, uh, 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 y- y- you'd like to share about? Um, uh, uh, more centers around the nation or vision for, for, for growth? Well, Whirly Ball is so much fun that there are so many communities that I think would love to have it. And so we are starting to look at different markets on which uh, we can bring this concept and where it makes the most sense next. So right now we're evaluating different cities, different properties, and starting to kind of plot out our, our, our strategy of growth and in the near term I, I would envision you're going to start to see and hear about new locations it's just a matter of time and finding what what is right because these are you know it's 50,000 feet of fun I mean, we've got mm. big facilities so finding the right facility and the right place to go is so important and also making sure that you know we're ready for it and we've, we've spent a lot of time getting prepared for that uh, from an uh, a business standpoint, an operation standpoint, how we how we run our locations, and now it's a matter of starting to grow the concept and bring it to more places. And our our goal is to really grow this um, throughout the nation and and bring more people Whirly Ball. That I hope instead of having to give a bar pitch and tell people what is Whirly Ball, it's hey, are you familiar with Whirly Ball? Oh yeah, I played in in this city, and it, and it's more of a household name that everybody knows about. Yeah, that that's fantastic. That warms my heart. That's uh, um, I like to hear that. That that's what it's all about, and that's what we're setting out to do. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, Noah, did you have any other final thoughts? Any little quips you want to? Um... Uh, tons. You know, the 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 one of the big. Um, uh, you know, we've got our, our, our Zoom calls, we've got our committees, we've got, you know, lots of uh, ways that we keep in touch with the national player committee, uh, or national players um, around, the, uh, around the country, the community. Um, and I know that a, a common thought or feeling is uh, to, to reach out and hopefully grow the relationship with you and, and offer that if there uh, are any ways that we can collaborate or, or help in any way, again, you know, the natural alignment of incentives there that as the sport grows, the business grows and the pool, you know, of, of, of national players eventually, you know, o- over time grows. Um, so if there are any collaboration opportunities or things that we can do to, to partner or help in any way, um, there are uh, 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 lots and lots of really dedicated, loyal folks that would uh, fly across the country to do whatever it takes. Well, that's our, our one of our many lines that we use, whatever it takes. And just keep playing keep getting on the court, keep talking about the brand, keep having fun. And, you know, I'd love to 
keep that in mind and we'll figure out ways to continue to work together and help build this this game and this concept and what we're doing uh starting with the invitational we just had that was a great first step uh, it was important that we got everybody to chicago and in a central part of the country but also um we haven't seen the national group in in quite a while and it was nice to see everybody and bring everybody together and that was a lot of fun and hopefully we can do that again you know bill and his team did a great job on their end and you know being responsible for actually running the invitational itself and partnering with us and you know i thought i'm glad to hear from everybody it sounds like it was a very well received and great turnout um for for the invite so looking forward to hopefully doing that again and then we'll continue to grow and and see what we can do more of together yeah fantastic you know um uh, another uh, 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 and, and and happy to give Bill Zarinkus a, a shout out for the great work that he and his team did. Yeah, kudos to um, Bill. Yeah. Um, the uh, another thing that, as you see, you know, we've got uh, some of our equipment is as uh, as the podcast has been going, we've matured over time. And I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the rest of Whirly Ball Media, which is uh, represented almost entirely by Gus uh, Zirkel, the Whirly Freak, um, on YouTube. And you may have seen the, uh, the the video setup that he had. He was live streaming games. I did. I got to meet him, too. Oh, that's great. Um, and he's currently uploading um, uh, uh, the, the games in better definition and better, you know, the, the, the quality than we were able to get uh, live streaming and uh, moving on. And... and, and uh, the equipment that he's uh, putting together, and it actually links with us. Um, you know, for the finals, we did a full commentary. Um, we did some commentary through the uh, uh, through the tournament as well, trying to grow that um, into a product. And you know, it's something that that we think of is uh, getting the video and the sport to grow is creating that um, that buzz. Yeah, and 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 creating you know, trying to get that to be. You know, a continuous improvement project that every time we do it, we get a little better and a little better and a little better. Um, the the goal eventually being that it's a it's the, the the video feed itself with the commentary and you know it's a it's it's like a product that we could um, get in front of a lot of people's eyes um, and then you know maybe they could see that that competitive. It's like you see basketball on TV. And you're like, oh, I can do that, and then you go out and you play basketball. Um, kind of a similar concept, and uh, um, that's one of the visions that we have of of trying to grow it. And I wanted to just I don't know make you aware of it and Thank let you know. You for that, telling uh, me about that. Yeah, yeah, I saw the setup when I was at the invite. Guys, very are very serious about it, and it shows. Yeah, and um, and again, you know, if there's a way that we can uh, uh, ensure that we're growing the sport together, um, want to make sure we're in lockstep with you. Well, thank you, and uh, just keep on going. You guys are on the right track and uh looking forward to running the same line with you because i think we all want the same thing more whirly ball in this world that's right that's what it comes down to that's, yeah that's exactly it. absolutely more whirly ball in this world i can't think of uh, uh anything better um any final thoughts that you want to share adam i just want to say thank you for having me it was fun getting to sit down and talk with you and spend some time playing at the invite and uh, i'm glad everybody was able to make it and Looking forward to seeing everyone again soon. Yeah, I got to say, Adam, this is a real treat because uh, I was just hoping to just to be able to meet you at the invite and just talk whirly ball and, and pick your brain a little bit. But then just for you to, to agree to be on the show with us was awesome. So we really appreciate having you on. To. Of course. 
All right, so that's going to do it for What in the World podcast. Thank you, Adam Elias, CEO of Early Ball, for joining us. Mark Mills, unfortunately not able to join us for the interview, but he's here in spirit. But we do have Noah Aaron. How we doing? Steve-O here, the ambassador. Make sure you download, subscribe, like, and subscribe. All the good things on Facebook, all of the interweb applications. This was a really good time, Noah. I gotta say, uh, the invite for Chicago was good. The food was good. The city's been excellent. We're coming back. Looking forward. Whirly Ball Nation. In the meantime, don't let those Whirly Balls sit you in the face. More Whirly Ball for everyone. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>